Hey, it's Pat. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. In case you're not familiar with me, I've been helping people retire for over 20 years now, author of the book Save Your Retirement, and host of the Save Your Retirement radio show. Our goal with this show is to provide you with valuable and timely information to help you plan your retirement, or if you're already retired, help you make the most of it. Ultimately, we want to help you use your money to accomplish your goals and dreams and to help you avoid any stress and fear with your finances and instead replace those with confidence and peace of mind. If you enjoy the show, make sure to subscribe so you won't miss future episodes. Also, if you'd like to give us a great rating, it would mean so much to us and it helps get the word out so we can share this valuable information with others. Thank you so much. And now here's this week's episode. This radio show is a paid placement. Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. He is the author of the book, Save Your Retirement. Retirewithpat.com is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more. And Pat, I should say right up front, a couple of things. We live in a world now of social distancing and all sorts of concepts that weren't all that familiar to us not that long ago, but it's our reality now. So a couple of things. You and I are doing this show from our respective homes, so we will try to get through this without special guest appearances from our children, <laughs> which I think I think is a goal to have here. And also, Pat, Thanks to technology, not only can you and I be in different places like this and still do this show, you can actually still be be there for people who are going through challenges with their money. You you can still be there for them thanks to technology, right? Yeah, it, this is really, I mean, I think we all know that these are, you know, historic times and it's been kind of fascinating, you know, just, I'll just, you know, be open about it. It's kind of fascinating uh, going through this as a, you know, a regular human being like everyone else, also as a husband and as a father, but then also as a business owner and as an advisor to mm -hmm. uh, so many of our clients trying to figure out how to fulfill all of those positions. And um, it was really two, two major steps for us, Jen. It was figuring out how do we keep our clients safe and our team members safe? And then how do we continue to um, serve our clients and people that are looking for financial guidance? So uh, that's why we have the, the bulk of our team um, working remotely and we also have um, uh, learned quickly how to, how to be um, technologically savvy and able to do uh, phone calls and uh, emails, uh, making sure we're serving our clients and also um, using Zoom meetings to meet with clients and people that are interested in getting guidance because we have such tumultuous times right now with our finances and we know people are yearning for and seeking that guidance and that help. Uh, and it's, that's what we wanna be able to do. We wanna help people um, just uh, talk through things and understand what's going on and help them figure out, you know, what makes sense for them and, and what the right moves are to make. So, Pat, let's just talk real quickly about the best way for people to reach you then. Again, even though a, a lot of things are shut down, you're still very much able to help people. Just it looks a little different than in a face-to-face -face meeting. You can do some things online, as you were saying, and over the phone. Just tell us the best way to reach you if we'd like to learn a little bit more about some of those options and, and maybe get something on the calendar. Yeah, I mean, the two we normally say we don't normally talk about um, calling us to schedule a five step retirement review, and uh, we still do that. We still have uh, people that are asking for that. That's that's a more comprehensive discussion, Jen. Um, we usually block off an hour for that time, and um, that's really looking at your circumstances, kind of where you're at, um, and related to five different areas. Um, two of the big ones that really uh, are high priority for most people are investments and figuring out how you're going to create retirement income. The other three areas are taxes, healthcare, and estate planning. And so we still have that available. The other thing we're offering uh, right now that's new because of such a crazy environment we're in is just a 15-minute uh, phone consultation. And that's just an opportunity to talk with one of our planners. And, um, you know, it's, it really just, you know, kind of throw your questions at us. And also, you know, some people are really just saying, hey, what's the market going to do? Or, you know, what should I do? And, and of course, we'll do our best to try and answer those things. Um, but then other people kind of to your question, Jen, are kind of asking not only personal questions like that, but kind of just feeling us out for, you know, what type of guidance we provide and trying to figure out if we're a good fit to uh, for someone to, uh, to work with us either now or down the road. So both of those, um, all we need to do is just call 803-9-RETIRE and just let us know 
what you're interested in talking about, and uh, we will make sure to get back with you and schedule time with one of our retirement planners. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is with Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rizak alongside the number 803-9-RETIRE, or if you're looking at your phone and you'd just rather hear the numbers, 803-973-8473. That's 803-973-8473. So, Pat, I want to get into some of the money side of this. Of course, as we deal with a pandemic, there are a lot of other concerns that go along with it as well in terms of our physical health, our mental health as people are concerned and isolated. It's really a crazy time. And then you add into it some of the financial concerns that people have about their investments. How concerned should retirees be about more of this as far as volatility and bumps in the markets? We've seen some significant swings in the first quarter of 2020. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Jen. I think um, the real key as far as your concern level should be taking stock of where you stand right now. If you have a comprehensive plan and you've considered volatility and you know how you're handling your investments and how you're creating your income, there may be little to no concern right now. Uh, we've been really uh, feeling blessed that we've had a lot of clients that have not been concerned and are really pleased with the planning that has been done for them. Uh, and it doesn't mean, of course, that every single thing we've ever advised has been perfect. Certainly not. But you know, Jen, our whole philosophy is to really um, you know, diversify and make sure we don't have all your eggs in one basket. Uh, we always preach don't use stock market investments for income because times like this could happen. And so these are these situations where, you know, it really vindicates the approach we have because we always say we have to protect against the worst case scenario. And certainly we know these wild times um, are certainly in some ways the worst we've ever seen. Um, now, if you don't have a plan, um, I can understand why you're uh, concerned or worried right now. And then also, if your plan was to just trust the market, then that's something you may want to evaluate as well. Uh, and that's the question is kind of what kind of plan you have, if any, and then does it look like it's going to stand up? If not, those are times that I would absolutely look for guidance and look for someone that you can talk to that has experience and, and knowledge in, the, in these areas. So, Pat, let's talk a little bit about what we can do to reduce our market risk, especially for those who are getting close to retirement. They, they might feel like this isn't a good time to be planning and making changes, but talk a little bit about some things that we could be thinking about or some potential ways that we could be reducing our risk. Yeah, this is a really, really important question, Jen, because when the markets are going up, everyone thinks that they like growth in their in their money right because we mm -hmm. you know the the two emotions that uh we always feel with our money are either fear or greed and you know times like this are a perfect example of that most you know most times we're filled with fear but we also see people that are filled with greed because they're thinking hey now's my time i can get rich because i can buy in low you know whereas everyone else is kind of thinking like this is crazy i need to get out <laughs> need to get out of here mm -hmm. so but both of those are fueled by those emotions so if we have money in the market right now uh, if you're feeling fear, that's probably a sign that maybe you were taking more risk than you should have. So when you say, you know, how do we reduce that? The first step that I would mention is there's actually two ways to do that. You can um, spread the risk by diversifying more, or you can eliminate risk, which means actually pulling chips off the table and putting it into something that has guarantees. Now, both of those are valid options um, because we always talk about the three worlds of money, Jen, and, and one of those three is kind of the growth or the risk world. So that's that whole market environment we're in right now. But there are two other worlds that uh, we think, especially as you get close to retirement, you probably need to have some of your eggs in each of those baskets. So one of those baskets, those worlds, would be kind of the safe, guaranteed world. Now, shifting it right now over to something in a fixed interest rate when rates are at, at the lowest of, of all time is probably not very appealing. There are um, offerings out there that have principal protection to them but offer you some of the upside of the market. So that's an appealing thing to consider right now uh, because you would be, you know, you'd have the opportunity to preserve your principal but also still have um, some upside potential. And then that, that third kind of bucket or basket that we talk about is kind of an in-between and we call that a steady income world. And that means it's not guaranteed 
like the uh, safe area, but it's also designed to try and avoid the swings of the market that we're feeling right now. And so those types of investments um, generally are paying some type of uh, monthly or quarterly um, dividend or distribution. And um, so by having money in each of those worlds, they're all going to be affected differently in a time like this. And again, we're not saying any one of those is perfect, but it comes back to your question, Jen. Uh, so many people are saying, boy, maybe I'm taking more risk than I want to. And it's really important to be aware of what other options are out there and that usually a mixture of those is a great fit for someone who's retired or getting closer to that retirement date. So, Pat, real quickly, for those who did have some serious concerns, really did feel uncomfortable with a lot of volatility, they can't stomach the ups and downs, should they consider just getting completely out of the markets? Is that an option for some? Well, one of the things I would want to caution, Jen, is that we need to make sure it's not a knee-jerk reaction, right? Because it's a time right now that is very emotional and very scary. But that also happened in 2008, and it also happened in 2001 after 9-11. And so those are the things we, we always encourage people to – dealing with money yourself is very, very difficult because we're all human beings. We all have emotions, and I mean that even for myself. Uh, when I'm managing my own money, uh, even though I do this for a living, it's still challenging. So um, it's one of those things we want to make sure uh, we're taking a look at where you stand. Also, it's a good time to reevaluate. Uh, maybe it's not time to get completely out, but what if – the money you had in the market, you knew that you didn't need it for 10 years or 15 years or 20 years because you had other money in other areas to take care of you for the next five or 10 years. Well, that puts a different perspective on it, doesn't it? And that's the type of thing that we would want to try and build. That's the reason we have clients that have some of their money in the market right now, and they're not worried because they know they don't need that money anytime soon. So if you have money in the market and you are worried, if you're up at night, if you're fearful, if you don't have a plan, this is a great opportunity to talk to someone to help you, give you some peace of mind, and make sure you have a plan that's on track for you. To get started, just call 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, that number again is 803-9-RETIRE. We offer a five-step retirement review that will help you make sure you're on track and your funds are set aside the way they should be for your tolerance and for your goals. Once again, that number is 803-9-RETIRE. And if you're looking at your phone and you'd like to just punch in the numbers, 803-973-8473 is the number. That's 803-973-8473. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back. The long-term effects of the coronavirus are unknown, but the short-term effects for the stock market included record single-day and single-week losses. How is this health care affecting your retirement savings? Call Pat Struby at Preservation Specialist now. Pat and his team have seen market fluctuations before. Schedule a virtual visit and work with them to create a plan designed to help reduce the risk to your retirement savings from the latest health scares and other market events that could impact your savings. Don't wait. Call right now at 803-973-8473 and schedule a virtual visit. You don't know if the market will lose 1,000 points tomorrow. You only know that you savings feel more effects from the coronavirus or other volatile events get your retirement plan checkup today call pat scruby at preservation specialist 803-973-8473 that's 803-9-RETIRE investment advisory services offered through kalos capital inc investing involves risk including the potential loss of principal Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and he is the author of the book, Save Your Retirement. And we do want to point out, we are, thanks to technology and the tools of technology, we are, just like every other show you've seen lately, every news station, all the, the big shows, everybody is doing this from their homes, and that's exactly what we're doing right now. So, Pat, of course, our, our big goal is to keep all of the, the little Rezacs and the little Strubies from joining us here during the program today. But so far, so good. So we'll so just far, keep... so good. That's right. 
That's right. <laughs> on we'll both ends of on. the of the call. <laughs> right, right. Well, we'll uh, we're both on edge. We're both constantly looking over our shoulders, but but we'll be all right. Pat, would you say though, um, these tools of technology and the way we can still stay connected, we can still keep doing things a little bit differently, but very much the same. Kind of a silver lining to all of this stuff that's been happening, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it really is amazing, Jen. You know, we've had, we founded the company in 2003. And um, of course, we have hundreds of clients uh, over those years. And, you know, from time to time, people move away. And it's been really gratifying that we have a lot of clients that have wanted to continue the relationship rather than, you know, starting over with someone new, because I think most people prefer to sit face to face and, and know someone, but we have had uh, clients move away and have continued to work with us. And most of that's been done by, you know, phone and email. And some of them still have family in town. So maybe we'll still meet in person from time to time. Uh, but that you're right, Jen, this has been a, just a, a really, when you're looking for a silver lining, that's a great example that, you know, these Zoom calls, uh, you know, we, we knew just barely a little bit about it, you know, before a few weeks, you know, you know, before this all happened. And now uh, that's my that's my life every day. I'm on Zoom calls with clients and on people talking about their finances and retirement. And um, it's not exactly the same as being in the same room, but you are able to accomplish so much. And and we're so blessed to have the technology that we have uh, because we can have a Zoom meeting and then follow up with an email and be able to accomplish so much as opposed to, uh, you know, I mean, imagine if we didn't have those types of things, it would be, you know, devastating to, you know, being able to continue to advise our clients. And Pat, not only can you continue to connect with your current clients, you are also there to help people who maybe have some concerns. This is still a time where you can get on the phone or connect with some new people who do have questions, who do have concerns, because we've seen so much volatility. We've seen so many accounts taking a hit with what's been happening with the markets, what we saw early in 2020, and don't know what we'll see as this year progresses. We have no way of knowing what's going to continue to happen. So talk a little bit about the ability to go ahead and and meet with someone new, even in this time of virtual meetings and phone calls. Yeah, we've that's the reason we've decided to open it up to a couple different levels, Jen. Uh, we've we've always offered a um, no cost, no obligation um, five step retirement review, which is really designed for a comprehensive look at your financial situation, really with a focus on retirement. Um, and so that's going to cover a lot of different areas and really the main ones for for just about everybody. And uh, we still offer that, uh, and that's a uh, we block off an hour for that time. But we also know that these are these are just crazy times, and there's fear, there's scary news, there's worry, and all those things. And we just want to be a resource uh, for our listeners. So we're also offering just a simple 15-minute phone consultation, and that um, has no agenda to it for us. It's it's 15 minutes you get to talk with one of our retirement planners uh, who spends their lives uh, on these types of items. And you can ask questions, you can ask for advice. Uh, Of course, we cannot give, you know, we cannot give advice to you on what to do unless we know the entire entirety of your situation. So there might be limitations on that, but it's an opportunity to talk with someone and get some good feedback. So to take advantage of either one of those, just call us now at 803-9-RETIRE and uh, make sure we have your name and, and contact information. Just let them know what you're interested in, um, just so we know that we're scheduling it properly. Uh, once again, that number is 803-9-RETIRE. Pat Struby is with Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rizak alongside. The number is 803-9-RETIRE. That is the easiest way to remember it. But if you are looking at your phone and you just want to be able to punch in the numbers 803 803- Nine seven three eighty four seventy three. Again, that's eight zero three nine seven three eighty four seventy three. Pat, I do think this is a good time for us to be learning something new as well. What a great use of your time! Now that a lot of us have more of it, talk a little bit about what we can learn as far as how we are invested and how you help someone figure that out, how much of, of their money is at risk and help them learn a little bit about some of the options if maybe they need to make some changes. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things, Jen, where in a normal environment, we don't have any uh, preconceived expectations of what's on someone's mind. Um, so someone might come in and they're interested in their portfolio. Um, someone might be interested in how do I 
create income in retirement. Uh, there might be all, all kinds of other concerns, health concerns, family concerns, if they own a business, business concerns. Certainly right now, it's, what's high on a lot of people's minds is their portfolios, their uh, planning for with their investments, and then of course, ultimately, um, for most people, they're trying to invest those monies to generate income in retirement, and, and how is that going to be affected? So really with anyone, uh, when, we're, when we're reviewing their financial circumstance, one of the things we have to do is a portfolio review. And when we're doing that, what we're trying to figure out is a couple things, Jen. Number one is, how is it structured right now? How much risk is in there? And then we want to stress test that portfolio. Um, and, and times like right now are a great example of that. Um, you know, uh, when we stress test a portfolio, we might say, well, what would, what would these assets have done back in 2008, you know, the last time the market really crashed? And um, that gives you a great uh, picture of where you stand. And sometimes people think they have a moderate portfolio, and they do. Uh, but a lot of times people think they have maybe a low-risk portfolio, and it's actually quite risky. And so um, that's one of the things that's really, really important is just to understand what you have. And then we can try and figure out, okay, is this really, does this really match what you want, or does this need to be adjusted? And I bet that's pretty eye-opening for a lot of people when you go through this and they they start to explain what it is they're comfortable with and what they thought versus what you might actually see. Is that pretty eye-opening as far as that conversation for a lot of people? I think, Jen, eye-opening and I think life-changing sometimes. And And the reason I say that is, you know, we talk about there are different philosophies to how you should invest your money. And I, I always kind of say this, you know, kind of jokingly, but seriously, you know, the bank has their way, you know, they want your money in savings accounts and CDs. Insurance and annuity companies have it a certain way. They want it in life insurance and annuities. And then Wall Street has their way and they want your money in the market and in mutual funds and managed money. And uh, it's not to say any of those are bad places to have some of your money. It's just that you're not seeing the full picture with one of those. And the, the reality is our nation is kind of overrun by the Wall Street way. You know, the 401k is in mutual funds and stock funds and things like that. You know, so many of the major uh, money managers um, are all Wall Street built. So you might go in to someone who means well, and you might tell them, hey, I, I want fairly low risk. If their whole mindset is the Wall Street way, their idea of low risk is nowhere near what yours is. And we've seen this time and time and time again. Now, when the markets are doing fine, and the economy is doing fine, everything's hunky-dory and no one realizes there's a problem. The time we realize there's a problem is right now. And so if you're seeing drops that you did not anticipate, that's a really crucial time to be talking with um, you know, a retirement planner that can help you take a look at it and help you see exactly how much risk you're actually taking. And really, Pat, we talk about so much of this in context of the volatility that we've seen lately. But even if we weren't experiencing all of this or we hadn't just come through a time of high volatility, we still needed to be thinking about our investments differently as we got into retirement. Can you talk a little bit about that transition and, and the things that change when it comes to our money when we go from saving for retirement, trying to build that up? to trying to preserve our savings in retirement? Yes, and it, it, that boils down to, Jen, two of the my foundational principles of investing, which is everyone and their brother wants to talk about one thing when it comes to investing, and that is your rate of return. But the truth is that's not what matters most. What matters most about your investments is whether you accomplish your goals or not. And that, for most people, is not to have the biggest pile of money. For most people, it's to be able to retire off of it. So we need to keep that in mind. And then secondly, what phase are you in as far as your investing? Because if retirement is your goal, then the phase you're in is a massive game changer. So if you are very far from retirement, then you got to just ride out the, you know, the ups and the downs. But if you're close to retirement or in retirement, to your point, Jen, that is a night and day difference. And you have to be aware of that and you have to be planning for that. And that's really one of the reasons that so many people hire us, Jen. It's not that they wanted to get out of the market necessarily. It's just that they realize they're entering a different phase of their life. So if you are retired or if you're within five or 10 years of retirement or thinking very seriously about that retirement timeline, call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. We offer a five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost or no obligation. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call now at 803-9-RETIRE.
803-973-8473. Those are the numbers. If you're looking at your phone, 803-973-8473. Coming up next, we'll hear from an expert from Johns Hopkins on what seniors need to know to protect themselves from coronavirus. And I'll give you a hint. Her advice involves a lot more than just washing your hands. Stay with us. We'll be back. With a worldwide pandemic and stock markets plummeting, call Pat today at 803-9-RETIRE. That's Joining us today as we have the opportunity to speak with an expert from Johns Hopkins about what seniors need to know about the COVID-19 pandemic. Dr. Alicia Arbaje is the Director of Transitional Care Research at Johns Hopkins. She specializes in geriatric medicine, and she's also studied public health and designing healthcare systems. Dr. Abahe, thank you for speaking with us today. I should point out we are on the phone because we are practicing social distancing, but welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Let's start with this, Dr. Arbahi. The numbers are staggering, both in the numbers of cases and in the death toll. Johns Hopkins actually has a coronavirus dashboard with the latest numbers, and you can find that at coronavirus.jhu.edu. Talk about why those numbers are growing so quickly, and how much worse do you think this is going to get? Yeah, the numbers are really staggering. I think one of the reasons we're seeing the numbers going up is because we now have the availability of more testing kits. And the more testing we can do, the more we can find out who really has this condition. And before, when there was less kits available, we didn't really have as good of an idea as to um, how many people were already infected. So I think that's one of the main reasons why the numbers are going up. And I think the second reason is because there really are also more infections. It's not just that we're identifying them. And we haven't reached the peak of the number of people that we think are going to be infected. And so I think we're looking at another good, I would say, three or more weeks of seeing when we reach this peak. It could be longer. I don't think it'll be shorter because there are still parts of the country that haven't really started to see a lot of cases yet, though that's changing day by day. So I like to stay optimistic, but I do like to also stay realistic and think that we're looking at at least several more weeks before we start to see the full number of people that are really dealing with this illness. Let's back up for just a moment, Dr. Arbahi. When did you first start paying attention to coronavirus as someone who specializes in the health of older people? When did this really pop up on your radar? Yeah, so I think like many people, I was starting to hear about this uh, in the wintertime, like around December, Mm -hmm. and becoming very concerned about um, what was happening uh, in Asia uh, around this and thinking about personally whether to start restricting travel um, and so on and so forth. And then I think it really started to hit me um, more around like late January, early February, that this was looking to be pretty serious, especially starting to see what was happening in Italy, um, which still to this day is mind boggling what we're seeing there. And that is what concerns me now as we start to move into um, seeing the peak starting to occur or moving towards that peak here in the United States. I was doing a hospital rotation back in the beginning of March, and then it really hit me that um, we needed to make some major changes in the way we were taking care of patients, both outside in primary care and outpatient care and in the hospital setting, and that's when things really became uh, very clear, and where we as a health system um, really started taking um, major action to try to improve things, and I think we're seeing that across the country as well. What's given you the most concern during this pandemic when you think about the the health of older people? Is it that it's pulmonary? Is it the way it's transmitted? What gives you the most concern about what's going on with coronavirus? I think a couple of things. One is sort of on the medical biological side and the other is on the social side. I think on the biological side, what really concerns me is how transmissible this virus is. It's much more transmissible than the influenza virus. And I think at first we thought that maybe they were similar. It's not quite as transmissible as some of the most efficiently transmissible viruses like measles, but it's pretty close in terms of um, how easily it spreads. So I think that 
concerns me. And I think the fact that it has it like rapidly, someone who gets infected who's very vulnerable, they are rapidly declining. So it's not just like, oh, maybe in a couple of weeks you might get worse. It's like over the matter of days. Um, where people like five days where people are starting to get hospitalized and, you know, and shortly thereafter in the intensive care unit. So I think the fact that it's so virulent, meaning like so pathogenic, so likely to create really serious complications in people pretty early on, I think is concerning. And then the other part of the biological side is that for people who are vulnerable and getting serious illness, we don't know a lot about this yet, but it looks like this virus also creates some pretty serious damage to the lungs for people that do survive it. So we are going to need to learn a lot more about the long-term adverse consequences. And then I mentioned the social side. I think um, the things that concern me most in this aspect is that I think early on, a lot of people weren't taking it very seriously, and, um, and partly because we didn't know a lot about it, um, and partly because I think we were getting conflicting information, I think, in the media around, um, and, and frankly, from our, our uh, public health authorities about how serious to take this virus. And I think now I think that's not the case anymore. I hope it's not. But I think that delay in taking this virus seriously put us as a nation and us um, just individually, I think, at more risk uh, because we did not ramp up testing as quickly as we had hoped. So that concerns me. And the final thing that concerns me on the social side is that for our most vulnerable people, our older adults, and for others who have social isolation or limited resources, this is a virus that creating social isolation is key, but we don't have a lot of the safety nets. Many communities don't have the safety nets in place to help deal with uh, providing needed services to these people in isolation. So like our older adults, like our homeless population, like people in rural communities, we need to really test uh, how well we can deliver services to these vulnerable groups. So that concerns me as well. Let's talk a little bit about what some of those vulnerable groups, people who are seniors, for example, Mm -hmm. what can they do to keep themselves safe? So what I tell anyone, especially those uh, of my patients who are older, and most of my patients are over 65, many are over 80, is that the best defense against this virus or any other uh, infection is to maintain yourself healthy. So healthy aging is your best defense. What do I mean by that? Remember, our immune system is what really is at the front lines here and dealing with anything that comes our way. And the way to best um, improve your immune system is to keep yourself healthy through physical activity of any kind, even if it's up and down your stairs now that you can't easily get out of your house um, or walking around your neighborhood, that could be, but exercise is key. And then I think people really need, this is what I'm advising, really as best they can need to strive for nutritional excellence. And I don't mean just like, well, let's eat a few more fruits and vegetables. I mean nutritional excellence, which is at least 10 or 12 servings of fruits and vegetables daily, if they can, right? I know that's hard, um, can be frozen, can be, uh, can be fresh. But really fruits and vegetables, it's not just like, oh, they're good for you. They're actually critical for your immune system. Vitamin C um, and other vitamins that are con- and micronutrients contained in fruits and vegetables. So really thinking about doubling or tripling your fruit and vegetable intake, and that may not even be enough. So I really want to emphasize the need to increase fruits and vegetables. Um, And then to avoid foods that debilitate the immune system. So um, in particular, foods like eggs and dairy are highly debilitating to the immune system. They're phlegm producing, they're inflammatory foods. And for people, especially who have chronic illness, these are not foods that provide um, nutrition um, in a way that's uh, beneficial to folks who have chronic illness. So I really encourage people uh, staying away from those foods. I know it's a hard time right now to get the foods that you may want, um, but to the extent that people are able to move towards plant-based foods and especially fruits and vegetables. I also tell people to maintain their hydration. It turns out that dehydration is one of the top five most common reasons why older adults end up in the hospital just in general. Um, And then viral illnesses dehydrate you because they cause fever. So maintaining hydration. So just like the fruits and vegetables, um, drink more than you think you need to drink. And it turns out that fruits and vegetables, especially when consumed in their raw form, really help with hydration because they contain a lot of uh, water inside of them. So really maintaining your hydration. And then the final thing on staying healthy is So that was all the biological and the physical part, but then remember we've been talking about the social aspect. 
to make sure they're staying connected, folks are staying connected with their social networks, even if it's in a distance way uh, through technology or telephone, um, because that helps. We know that good social connection enhances our resilience and our immune system. So this isn't just about feeling good, though we like that. It literally has a biological benefit. We're speaking today with Dr. Arbahi. She is with Johns Hopkins. She's a geriatrics expert there with Johns Hopkins University. Talk a little bit about some of the seniors who still have to work. Maybe someone acts as a caregiver for their grandchildren, so they're still having to be around family members, or maybe they are still going to work in the medical field. They're a healthcare provider. Talk mm-hmm. a little bit about what those folks need to know if isolating themselves is more of a challenge. So I think a couple of things. One is specific to this pandemic and then the other sort of general good advice. So I'll start with the general. The general good advice for anyone at risk or taking care of, of someone who's at risk is to take the moment now to prepare an emergency information kit and contingency plans for if they got sick. What do I mean by that? So an emergency information kit are the list of all your health conditions, the medications you take, who your healthcare providers are, and importantly, who your healthcare decision makers are if you're not able to make decisions because you're too sick. So also, if there are preferred hospitals or skilled nursing facilities where if you needed to go, you could go um, to have a list of uh, those as well. So I think it's really important for people to always have that updated now Um, is even more than ever. So that's kind of the more care coordination side of things, um, because when you don't have that information in an emergency, more mistakes can take place. So specifically for the individuals now, I say if you have to get out there or if you're taking care of somebody um, who you're worried about might be at risk, I think that you should consider things that may make a lot of sense, like wearing a certain outfit just for work and changing out before coming home. Or if you're caring for someone wearing a certain outfit like scrubs or something um, that's easily washable and changing out of those clothes before coming home or as soon as you get home. And then limiting the amount of jewelry that people are wearing that are not essential because, again, that's more stuff that you have to clean. Um, If you have uh, longer hair that you can put up, I would put your hair up and cover it if possible. And then wearing glasses instead of contact lenses, um, because glasses provide a little bit of an extra shield. It's not 100%, obviously, but it decreases the need to like rub your eyes or touch your face and provide somewhat of a barrier. Um, And then keep in your car, if you're going out, um, keep in your car either some disinfecting wipes or just some paper towels with um, in a spray bottle of cleaning solution so that you can wipe down key surfaces of your car, you know, on the inside, like the steering wheel, et cetera. And once you get home to kind of just wipe down the area you just walked into. And then if people have access to gloves to keep those around um, for when they're in transit. Um, And then as soon as you get home, shower, change, if you haven't been able to do that before getting home um, and do that before going and seeing people. Now, I just want to be clear that these are recommendations that are sort of general. We don't really have a lot of clear guidance yet as to what we need to really do specific to this virus because we don't have enough information yet about this virus and how long it sits on surfaces. There are some early studies that are showing that the coronavirus can be detectable maybe even up to three hours in the air and definitely on surfaces. So up to 24 hours on cardboard and up to two to three days on plastic and stainless steel. So what does that mean? It means that even if you uh, do all these things I've just been saying, that you wanna make sure you uh, clean and disinfect common surfaces in your home often. There's a lot of misinformation out there as well. Let's speak to that really quickly. If you just had to boil it down to just a couple of things, because there's all sorts of misinformation that gets shared on social media, mm-hmm. and you're, you're familiar with that issue. What do you think a couple of things that are absolutely critical for everybody to know and understand about what's going on with this pandemic? Right. So the first thing, as I mentioned earlier, take this seriously. You know, even if you're pretty healthy and feel like you don't get sick that often, you could still infect someone else um, and be carrying the virus. So take it seriously and perform these precautions, even if you feel like you're okay. Other point is, you know, this idea about doing like uh, saltwater gargles or other kinds of home remedies. I think it's okay if people want to do those in addition to the things that we're already talking about. I don't want people to think 
that um, the home remedies um, that are out there are cures for this problem. Um, certainly do them if you think they'll help, but do not let that be a false sense of security for you. Uh, I'm a big promoter of natural and alternative medicine options, but I think until we know more about this virus, we don't want to limit ourselves to just those options. And the third thing I would say is to avoid dangerous self-medication. So uh, I would not take any additional medication that isn't something you're already prescribed for. And over-the-counters are especially dangerous for older people. Things like antihistamines are already medications we don't recommend for older adults. And non-steroidal anti-inflammatories, which are like our ibuprofens and our um, naproxens, are fine in short term, but I would not use that long term, nor if you thought you had a viral illness. So those are things I want to make sure are clarified. Dr. Abahi, thank you so much for your time today. It's been a pleasure, and I hope we can talk to you again one day, but maybe not too soon. Maybe, maybe this will all <laughs> blow over. <laughs> I hope so, too, but I'm happy to be available and to talk about these really important topics and to honor our older adults. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back. With a worldwide pandemic and stock markets plummeting, call Pat today at 803-9-RETIRE. That's 803-973-8473. Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here with Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. He is the author of the book, Save Your Retirement, and we are here, of course, not in person. We are each doing this show from our own homes, thanks to the world of social distancing. So if things sound a little different, that's why. But so far, Pat, no uh, no interruptions from kids, no slamming doors in the background, no fighting. Um, I guess I should make sure my kids are still alive. Maybe I should do that <laughs> really quickly. <laughs> I would invite them on, uh, but I don't know if my three-and-a-half-year-old would have a lot to say. She she didn't have a lot to say when we were chatting before the show, and you did put her on with me for a few minutes, and she seemed a little shell-shocked about what was happening, <laughs> so maybe you should get I her trained up. I think she thought the mic and the headphones were cool, and then after that, it was just, uh, she had no idea what to make of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, again, um, may maybe next time we, we can we can sure practice this a little bit more if we want to have her on. But uh, one of those things that you see your parents do and you think it's going to be really cool. And then when you experience it yourself, it's not, I guess, is, <laughs> is what she experienced, I guess. Oh, well. All right, Pat. Well, let's get back into what we've been talking about today. Um, talking a little bit about some of the concerns that people have in our new reality, which is financial concerns, of course, people have the state of the economy. It's going to be a while, Pat, before we fully understand the full impact of, of all of this on our economy and our communities. We know it'll be big, but we don't really have a price tag on it yet. But talk a little bit about what kinds of decisions we should be making right now. We don't want to be making emotional decisions, certainly, but when it comes to some of our investments, when it comes to some of our 401ks, what should we be thinking about doing right now? Well, the number one thing that I always uh, encourage everyone, Jen, is to stop and think about what your goals are. And that's so key because uh, it's so easy, like you said, to be controlled by your emotions and it's not always one or the other. And it's important to remember, uh, you might have both or just one. You might just be filled with fear because your account dropped dramatically. Um, and we're talking about drops that are one of the, some of the fastest drops in the history of the United States uh, that we've had here recently. So that is scary, uh, and we understand that. But you also might have, there might be part of you that has that greed gland too, and it starts thinking, oh, you know, these certain, you know, companies are way down. Maybe I should be buying that. I can make a ton of money in those kinds of things. And, you know, some of those, you know, thoughts might be true. But, of course, the problem is none of us knows what the future holds. So it's very difficult um, to, to make decisions based on that. So the most important thing is take a step back and remember what are your goals and then what are you doing with your money. So if you are, you know, 30 or 40 years from retirement, it's not fun to see your account drop. But that's that's just the name of long-term investing. You know, the market can't go up every year all the time. That's just not reality. And if you look at a chart, you can see that. Um, but if you're 20 years from retirement and then 10 years from retirement and then five years, 
that is a different situation and you need to be looking at it differently. And then thinking about the other thing I would point out about that, Jen, is keeping in mind if you have your money divvied up into different areas, what each area's goal is. And that type of idea has provided tremendous peace of mind to so many of our clients because most of our clients have money in the three different worlds, Jen, that we talk about quite often. You have the market world, which has been hit hard, uh, which is not fun, but we're using that for long-term money. Um, we have the safe and guaranteed uh, world, which of course is provides tremendous peace of mind in times like this. And then we have that middle of the road world that we call steady income. And I'll say this, in such crazy times like this, we've seen some of those companies looking a lot better than others. Um, they're all affected differently. And that's why we don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. But that's the idea we would always come back to is divvy things up, don't put all your eggs in one basket, and keep your eye on ultimately what your goals are. Um, and that's what should drive any decisions that you make. So Pat, how do we know which parts of our savings should be invested or, or used for a growth opportunity and which parts we should use for income? How, how do we figure out how to make sure that we're assigning the right jobs to the money we've saved? Yeah, so that's um, it, it's one of those things that we can kind of go through it step by step, and it sounds easy, but it does have a lot of steps to it, Jen. So it's all about building that plan. And I know you and I have been talking for years now, and I kind of sometimes feel like I'm a broken record. Like you should have a plan, you should have a plan. But man, have we seen the value of that? You know, in this kind of circumstance, because um, that plan gives people a lot of confidence in what they're doing. Um, but when you're building out a plan, you're starting with your goals. And so if we have an idea, let's say you want to retire in two years. Okay. Well, now we want to look at what's that retirement going to look like. And now we have an idea of how much income you're going to need. Now we look at all of your resources. So what kind of places are you going to get income from? Well, maybe you have social security or maybe you have a pension, but then we need to create some income from your portfolio. And that, so now we have kind of the framework Jen, for you asked kind of what do we do with our money and how do we allocate it? Now that we have that framework, now we know because we have an idea of, okay, now we need a certain percent of our savings to create some income, whereas the other money doesn't need to do that. And then we can kind of build it from there and then it can be customized and designed exactly how you want it to look. Um, some people like to have a little piece of their money that's a little more aggressive and has more upside to it. A lot of people want to have much more safety and more comfort in knowing that it's going to be there in difficult times like right now. So that's those are the kinds of things you really want to be having a conversation about with your planner. And if you're not having those conversations with someone, that's the reason that we offer time with one of our retirement planners. So if that's the situation you're in, please give us a call at 803-9-RETIRE. We try to make it as easy as possible for you. We block off an hour of our time. We call that a, a five-step retirement review, and there's absolutely no cost and no obligation to you. To get started, just call 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call now at 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is with Preservation Specialist. The number is 803-9-RETIRE. And if you're looking at your phone and you just want to be able to punch those numbers in, 803-973-8473. Again, that's 803-973-8473. Pat, as we talk about the decisions people make with their money when things get volatile, things get uncertain, that's when we tend to make emotional decisions with our money. How does working with someone like you, working with a financial professional, help us avoid those emotional decisions when it comes to what's going on with our money? Yeah, I think um, this is something I've learned a lot in my career, Jen, you know, 23 years now and uh, still learning, you know, I'll admit, <laughs> we always want to be getting better and better. Um, there's two things that I think come into play here. Uh, there's been a number of studies that have shown that working with any advisor can help tremendously in these types of decisions. I think for two reasons. One is, we've touched on this a little bit, the plan itself. Uh, when the market crashes, um, that's a scary thing. But when it's really scary is when you don't have a plan. If you already have a plan and your market money wasn't needed right away, that should give you a significant amount of comfort. So that's number one. And then number two, um, the thing about your emotions is it's going to whip you around and make it very difficult to make rational decisions. And so having a, a planner that you're working with gives you that sounding board that you can talk with in times like this. And 
you know, once again, we'll be the first to say it's not that we have a crystal ball. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know the day the market's going to hit its bottom or come back up or anything like that. But what we do know is, you know, markets will recover at some point. The economy will recover at some point. And we know if we have a good plan that your retirement's going to be fine. So we can talk through that and then make um, logical, rational decisions with your money. And in the long run, that should help us tremendously because, Jen, the old chestnut is you want to buy low and sell high. And our emotions, we are wired as humans to want the exact opposite. <laughs> we want to buy when everything is high because it looks so good. And we want to sell like crazy when it's at the bottom. <laughs> so that's just, it's, it's not that your advisor is perfect or anything like that. It's just another person for you to talk to who understands what's going on and helps you talk through it so that you can make the right decisions. And all of this, Pat, is about the big concern that people have, which is outliving their money. And I think, if anything, what we have been experiencing with this pandemic and what it's done to the markets, what it's doing to our economy, is that anything can happen. And, and something that we never saw coming really has, has had a tremendous impact on a lot of people. How do we make sure we will have enough income and we will be able to last, our money will be able to last another 20 or 30 years when you look at some of these huge things that can come along and take us by surprise? Yeah, one of the terms that I really like, Jen, that I think uh, hits on that point is the idea of a stress test. And, you know, we've heard of stress tests when it comes to our health. And this is really talking about a stress test when it comes to your wealth. And what I mean by that is if you're thinking, well, I think I have a plan or I think I'm in pretty good shape. But if you're not absolutely sure and you've got that little thought in your mind, you're thinking, boy, I, I really wish I knew for sure if I was OK. We talk about stress testing your plan. And so what that means is let's take some examples. Um, if you think your plan is in good shape, we can stress it against a number of different variables. What if inflation increases in retirement? We can increase your expenses. What if the market crashes again once or twice in the next five or 10 years, we can stress test against that. What if tax rates double? I mean, we have a massive debt and it's accumulating rapidly right now. Let's stress test against higher taxes. Uh, what if you or your spouse have significant health needs and medical needs and medical costs? We can stress test. And so that's the whole idea of a plan is we want to hope for the best, but we want to plan against the worst. And if we have done these, this type of planning, and you come through it, that should give you an unbelievable amount of peace of mind to say, okay, I think we've covered everything and we can really know that we should be in good shape for our retirement. And that's the feeling we really want you to have. It's not about a binder. It's not about a rate of return. It's about a feeling of knowing that you can enjoy your retirement. That's what we want you to leave with when you hire us. Um, if that sounds like something that would be appealing to you, call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. Take advantage of our five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation. The number again is 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, that number again is 803-9-RETIRE. You've been listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Remember that number, 803-9-RETIRE or 803-973-8473. Be sure to tune in again next week for more insights from Pat. I'm Jen Rizak. We're glad you spent some time with us here today. We hope you have a great week and we hope you stay healthy. We'll talk to you next time. Preservation Specialists is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of tools. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income are never referring to securities or investment products. Preservation Specialists is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Securities offered through Kalos Capital, Inc. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Management, Inc. Both at 11525 Parkwood Circle, Alpharetta, Georgia, 30005. Preservation Specialist is not an affiliate or a subsidiary of Kalos Capital, Inc. or Kalos Management, Inc.